Hello everyone. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. My name is Lauren Liker and I'm learning about whiskey and I'm embracing all the weird in the world, including me and you. I hope you'll join me. Skin Weird Night. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode nine of season two. Um, yeah, it's Whiskey and Weird. Welcome, you guys. Um, glad to have you here, whether you're watching live um, here on Facebook or YouTube or watching the replay, um, or maybe you're listening in later. I'm always happy to know there are people out there paying attention, right? Because who isn't? <laughs> who isn't happy to know that? Um, so, um, as usual, those of you who are um, chiming in with me here tonight, make sure you tell me you're here. Hi, Jim. Um, and uh, if you're drinking something, let me know what you're drinking. Um, I'm going to wait a second, see if a couple more people hop on before I introduce my whiskey for tonight. Um, but I will say, interestingly, so I'm doing this episode, good, good, good vibrations, right? And it's all, um, we're gonna chat about frequencies and vibrations um, and energy. And uh, I have to say that tonight I have like none, I have no energy, I'm so tired. So we'll see, we'll see how this goes, <laughs> although, I usually can talk forever, even if um, even if I'm feeling this way, just really tired. Um, it's really funny because hi Dean, um, how are you? Uh, Jim's drinking margaritas. Nice. Um, I am gonna have my dram for tonight, and that's about all. I need to take a break. I think from um, alcohol. I think the heat, maybe the heat. Um, and a lot and quite a bit of alcohol since Saturday not gonna lie um, and not probably not enough water I, I um, but yeah I'm feeling that it was funny today this little girl that I hang out with she noticed that I was wearing all black she kind of looks at me she goes you're and she paused she goes you're wearing all black and just this kind of uh, like exclamation um, and I didn't really give it much thought earlier but tonight as I'm trying to um, to drum up some energy it did occur to me you know that black is an interesting color it's kind of a it's an absorber of energy and um and it's not always good energy um there's lots of stuff out there or stuff that needs to be cleared whatever so um it was just something i was thinking about and i like to wear i do wear black but i wear black probably for all the wrong reasons um i you know, I wear black because black, you know, hides things and all of that, right? Uh, but I really feel so much better when I'm wearing color. Um, and But I kind of have to be in the right place, the right mindset to do that. But I, you know, well, what's funny is probably as soon as I put the color on, I am in the right mindset, right? Um, it's all, it kind of just all flows in a, in a circle, I think, around that kind of stuff. But anyway, I digress but that's what I do, right? Um, so anyway, welcome. Welcome if you're joining me to episode nine of Whiskey and Weird, good, good, good vibrations. We're gonna talk frequency, vibrations, energy tonight. Um, 
but I will go ahead and get started um, here with my whiskey in a second. And I, you know, it's so funny. I changed up this camera thing so that I could avoid the, um, the glare in my glasses. But you know, you take away one problem and another one just comes in because now I just don't even know what, what to do with myself, like where to look, all of that. So it's kind of funny. So if I'm, if I'm like looking off into space or looking down here, whatever, just get it. Just, just, just roll with me. Um, it's just weird. See there. And then the camera does that. It wants to see my face, I think. Um, yeah, if you're here, guys, chime in, say hi. Um, I am going to open my whiskey. So I've mentioned that I grabbed a bunch of these little, um, you know, little bottles of whiskey. I got to get used to this. Um, because I, I, one, I can't afford bottles of whiskey every, every single week. Um, two, I'm also discovering that there are plenty of whiskeys that have too much wheat in them that really bother me. And if I, if I drink too much of it, you know, or drink like over multiple days, it's kind of a bad idea. So I don't necessarily want to keep whiskey in my house that I can't really drink. It doesn't mean that I can't have a little bit of it, um, but this is just a little easier for me to do that. It's easier on the budget, um, easier on my body, I think. Um, so this one I picked up is actually um, a Shield Egg, and um, it is their blended Scotch whiskey, their classic blended Scotch whiskey. And I was reading a little bit up on these guys, and they, you know, they do, um, they pull grains from different um, areas. Um, this one is actually blended um, from and use using distilleries in um, both Speyside and the Highlands. And so, um, yeah, so this one, but I know they have an, an Isla one that's the single malt and, and that's not one you see very often. If I, I don't know if you remember seeing the map that I put up for, um, for the regions for Scotch, but Isla's down, um, like in the Southwest corner. It's a really small area, not as big as like Speyside or the Highlands. Um, but anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to test this one out. Um, it's blended scotch. I am learning that just single malt, straight up scotch is my better friend, but it's cool because I like tasting it. Mmm. Fruity. A little orange citrus. I get a little citrus off that. I kind of like that. That's not um, something that I commonly uh, notice, so I'm really excited. Uh, the color is almost reminiscent of a little citrus too. Can you guys see that? Um, let's see. Um, yep. Uh, citrus, I can get that again. There's also something s sweet too. Uh, Like, well, I always say, I always think caramel because I love caramel, but um, something along those lines. Something sweet, candy sweet, and citrus. Let's try the little single nostril check here. Oh, interesting. Sorry, my camera does not look like it when I look away. Let's get it to, oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> doesn't like it when I do that. Um, Oh, Sean says, if I need to get rid of any whiskey, maybe, maybe I'll just uh, load um, some um, 
some in my suitcase. So Sean and I went to high school together. We'll be celebrating our 30th um, high school reunion in October. So I'm sure we'll have some whiskey together then, right, Sean? And I will, um, I can bring if I have any leftover, right? It's kind of interesting. Okay. I'm sure I will. There's a few in there that, you know, aren't my faves anyway. Let's see how this goes down. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty mild. I definitely got the citrus. I got the similar notes on the finish. It was pretty sweet. Just a little hint of a burn. Not really viscous, so that's good. I don't really like overly viscous. I don't like that weird waxy feeling in my mouth, right? Um, but yeah, definitely it's similar notes because it's always interesting. Um, the citrus, I got the strongest straight out of the bottle, but I love the citrus idea. Um, don't get that very much. Um, so, I mean, this would probably be pretty good over ice. I don't generally have my whiskey over ice but you know now that it's getting into summer and it's kind of warm I might do that a little more we'll see what happens let's get another sip in here yeah it's always interesting to take a few sips because the first few of course can be a little different um, once you've had too much then it's all doesn't matter but um, but yeah that's Sheldig the Sheldig blended scotch whiskey it's their classic you gotta remember my cameras over here um, yeah pretty decent stuff I'll write those up later put them on the um, the page uh, uh, and you guys can have a look at it so huh. So we're talking energy, we're talking vibrations, we're talking frequencies, all of this cool stuff. So um, the reason I wanted to do this is because I actually, this last Saturday, became a, um, a Reiki practitioner. I completed my, um, my, my attunements, um, all three levels. So um, so, you know, energy. So those of you who don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is, is life flow. It's, um, the life force. It's, it exists in everything, in everyone, in everything, in, in your house, in the trees, in the earth, it exists in our bodies, right? So as a Reiki practitioner, and I, when I say Reiki practitioner, I think it's interesting to, to, um, to kind of, talk this through because basically anybody can do this Reiki work um, and Reiki healing. Um, practitioners, of course, I think like anything, um, you know, we, we go to school and we get a certificate that says we've really, that, that it's kind of proof that we put in the time and the work, I guess. Um, and so I've spent a little over a year um, working on this with a cool group of people and an even cooler um, instructor, mentor, I should say. And, um, so it, you know, it's something we really worked on and, and one of the keys with, with Reiki and sensing it. So basically if you're doing healing, you're going to put your hands on someone, uh, you know, you can, um, uh, or within 
close proximity of their energy fields. You can also do distance Reiki, which I have done a lot, um, and it requires a, a different level of tapping in, I find, um, because someone's really far away from you, so it takes a little more practice with that. Um, but you, you know, you're healing, so you're, the whole idea of Reiki is that what often happens is because of trauma, because of emotions, good and bad, all sorts of things inhibit the flow um, in, inhibit the Reiki flow. And so the idea of Reiki healing is to get it flowing again. Why is it important to have it flowing? Um, it's important because it is, it can affect our health. It affects our moods, all sorts of things. Um, and I believe a hundred percent that this flow, um, if we really learn to tap into it and work with it and, um, heal and stay, you know, work on healing all the time and clearing that, um, that really is the answer to a lot of, of what ails us. Um, I'm going to check in over here. Oh, thanks Dean. Uh, um, so anyway, as a practitioner, you know, I have spent some time because for everyone who, who does Reiki, you, me, you know, the next person who, who becomes a practitioner, the way stuff shows up, like we see it, like you will see energy um, in different ways that are meaningful to you. So part of being a successful Reiki practitioner is uh, understanding how those things show up um, and how a certain flow might go. Um, um, and you know, like a certain symbol might appear and I I might know that, um, you know, like a, a, a branch breaking, for instance, shows up in, in, my, in my mind's eye and I might say, oh, you know, there's a, there's, there's, there's a breakage in your family, for instance, or something like that. Like I can, I can see these things. I tend to see colors a lot, which is interesting. Those of you who weren't here um, at the very beginning, I was talking about how I'm, I feel really energy depleted today. Um, and it could be because I, you know, since I did, I chose, there goes my camera again. I chose to wear black today or did black choose me? I don't know, but but I, th I think somehow it has something to do with my mood. Um, and it's not my mood. I just feel depleted this evening. Um, not a lot of energy. So uh, anyway, um, getting back to how we see things. I see things um, in color. I love colors. Um, and of course, um, one of the tools, one of the well, tools, one of the aspects of Reiki, of course, is is reading chakras. So chakras are the different energy points in our bodies. Chakra is the Sanskrit word for wheel. Um, and it's believed that there are these, these um, different points within our body um, of, of circling energy. And they each, each one has a different color associated with it. And so part of what we do in Reiki is, is learn how to tap into those particularly because they inform a lot of things. They um, inform us about a lot of things, I should say. They, um, you know, the root chakra can can be issues in the legs and the lower, lower back, you know, uh, heart chakra. Um, there can be uh, issues when it's there's a lot of blockage there. It can be heart or lung issues. It can be breast cancer. It can be different things. Um, and it, just little minor things as well. Um, and it also blocks our... Our, our own energy flow just in terms of creativity and productivity and how we feel about ourselves. Um, and so when I see, when I first tap into people, I see those colors, I see their chakras, I see the colors and they stand out to me really quickly in terms of um, 
of, of what area might need some attention, if that makes sense. And that was something I had to understand was happening. And I do that for myself. You can do chakra on yourself as well. Um, you know, I can sit when I'm meditating. Part of my meditation is about tapping in and having a look at my chakras and see what they look like. If they're flowing smoothly, um, if, and, and, you know, and if they're bright with usually the brighter colors means healthier energy flow. If they're slow, um, they can be bogged down and maybe look kind of darkish. Um, and, and they can flow faster, you know, having a fast moving or a big chakra, they can be small, they can be big. Um, and neither is specifically bad, like, but the idea is that they should all kind of be flowing similarly. They should be around the same size and that they should be kind of moving at the same pace and, and kind of a nice bright color. Um, so for me, I see that some people might see, see different things, but that the color is definitely something that's always been, um, a big deal for me. Um, and that's one of the ways that I see people. Um, but I also feel people's, people's energy. So, um, I can feel, uh, you know, pain or, um, especially when I tap into something. Now, sometimes I will feel someone's pain probably because they want me to, they don't realize they want me to, or because I care about someone. Just the other day I was with a friend and she was telling me about something that was causing her tremendous anxiety. And as we're talking and talking, I just stopped. I'm like, I can feel your anxiety because I could feel, you know, how when you get nervous, um, and you, you know, your stomach starts to hurt. I was starting to feel this from her. Um, Anyway, so that's the kind of thing that, that I use um, when I am doing Reiki with people. But, um, you know, Reiki is, uh, yeah, it's energy, it's flow. And this particular, um, you know, it is an energy healing that dates back to, you know, um, a, a few centuries. And it's, it's, it gets passed down. Um, the, the same, you get attuned with these certain symbols that give and take. It's, it's just a really cool practice. And a lot of people can do it differently. And you can, you'll come up the, the grid, you'll get, you know, um, sacred geometry, you'll get these different symbols that come through to help you identify that. And I'm really excited to have more of that happen um, for me. Um, but really quickly, anybody have any weird questions about Reiki that they want to ask? Because I know some people have asked me to talk about this a little bit. But um, but yeah, Reiki is energy flow. It's it's life force. It's the force, you know? Like, okay, Star Wars, we talk about these movies that aren't completely um, unrealistic. Matrix, we've talked about that. But, but Star Wars is pretty on its game too. Like the force, that is Reiki. It's 100%. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that means I'm a Jedi. Not, not really. But that's, you know, I'm someone who's trained and has set, spent some time to be able to use that in a healthy way to help people healing. Um, and it's funny, this idea of being a healer. I, I think, well, I think we're all healers because we have the ability to heal ourselves. And what I do is, is help people see what needs to be healed and coach them on how to do that for themselves. Um, but anyway, that's kind of a different, um, uh, so, so Angelique asks, great question, Angelique. How do you tap into someone? Do you have to be in proximity? No, I can feel my sister who lives in England. Um, it's really about kind of getting into, um, a certain, almost like a meditative state, seeing that person. Um, it's the same way like, um, remote viewing is done. Because, uh, you know, how energy and the grids work, 
So yeah, I don't have to be, um, to be right next to someone, um, when I'm doing it. And I have to, what's interesting though, is you do, you do have to, um, it's better when you have someone's permission, right? I think you can tap into it, but, but people are, we're all very good at protecting whether we know it, know it or not. Um, so I can, uh, you know, I can try to read someone who hasn't given me permission and I might be able to, but maybe not all the time. So, so no, I do not have to be in proximity with a person. Um, but that is just me. I fig I have discovered that I can do this. Not all people do distance Reiki, but I do remote viewing, um, for paranormal cases and stuff too, because it's about reading the energy of an environment and a situation. Um, Uh, Jim says, I'm making him think about his choice of dark clothes. Jedi explanation is great. Yeah, yeah, you do feel a disturbance now. It, that's what energy is like everything. Reiki is everything. And, you know, we've joked about the fact that we're all here and we're just meat suits. But that's really kind of it. Um, and they're vibrations. And we all vibrate differently based on how connected we are to this different... Um, this different um, energy kind of thing. But yeah, I think the force, the Jedi is a perfect way to think about this. And certainly there are people who come into this particular lifetime who are more predisposed to connecting with that. Um, but ultimately everyone can. And again, how you use it, it's not inherently a good thing. Just like what happened to Anakin, right? Anakin Skywalker. Um, he was really powerful, but he also still had, a, you know, the anger and the emotion. I mean, all of this stuff is so keyed in to how this works and um, our emotions, you know, we need them to help us kind of um, be humans, like to kind of navigate things, but we also can't let them take over. Um, for us and we have to kind of intuit the meaning behind them unless and, instead of the opposite of letting them lead us um, we they, they can they can give us some direction and they can inform us about things we need to work on but they aren't they aren't really our guide um, that's the energy that's the intuition um, but and so much of how we feel things actually comes from our ego um, because it's it's, it's a coping mechanism and it's, it's something that we do to kind of try to define a situation, um, uh, rather than to explain it. That makes sense. I think that came out right. Um, but question, questions, let's see. Angela, do you have to develop some type of spigot control then so you don't get flooded? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's funny that you asked this question, um, Angelique. I, I do. And it's funny, earlier I mentioned being in black. And um, so when I was at my class on Saturday, um, we were talking a little bit about the fact that people, you know, we, we learn first and foremost, like right away when people start to feel energies, um, you learn how to protect yourself because you, you don't know what to do with them. You don't, you have to, you have to figure out, is this my energy? Is this that person's energy? Um, and so in the beginning, there's a lot of protection and there are people and there are places that still I, um, I protect myself from because I get a little anxious about how I've felt with those people or in those places before. Um, and, but when we're in our power, when we're really in this flow, 
And um, we, the whole idea is to ultimately be able to project out our energy fields um, so that, so that, that, that I can do this work. So as a practitioner, I can't be guarded. I have to learn how to, to navigate those things and understand what's mine. And, and, it, and that requires, you know, being really cognizant of letting stuff go. That's not mine. Um, and the idea is, you know, so every day now I meditate because my, my mentor said, she's like, you're, you guys are ready for this. You don't need to protect all the time, open up your flow. And that way you get the messages that you need. So every day when I meditate, I ask for this. I, I envision my energy field expanding. Um, but I also ask that anything that comes and goes is just um, energy that's going to serve me, um, is not going to hurt me. Uh, and, and, and if it's information that comes to me for someone else, that it, I ask that it be very clear that that information is for that person. So, um, so yeah, you do have to figure that out. And most I mean, that's the trickiest part. And I've been working on that part for a few years. Um, and, and that's why it's important to get out of situations that are toxic for us, um, that aren't contributing, um, to a healthy Reiki, to a healthy flow. Um, because it's hard to overcome that. We need to find a place that feels safe, um, and feels good for us. And, um, otherwise we're constantly, battling with all sorts of things, if that makes sense. Um, I hope that, that answered your question, Angelique. Um, so I had this class and, um, this is a really interesting, so we got, um, we got as a gift, we got pendulums from our mentor. And I don't know how many of you are familiar with pendulums and how they work, but basically they can, they can be a lot of things. Typically, they would be like a crystal or a stone on the end of a little chain. And um, they they connect, They you ground them to your energy. And so you can use the pendulum to, um, to uh, you know, to answer questions. You can ask it questions, yes, no questions about things. Um, and, and your energy field basically is helping to answer that for you. Um, and it's, it's all about vibrations and it's, it's really kind of crazy because we take it and we hold it. What she, she had us do is take it and hold it. Um, and the ones we got in particular are, um, rose quartz, really lovely. Just, they're really sweet. Um, but you hold it over your hand to ground it to you. And it's really funny cause it'll start doing this really like vibration thing. It's, it's crazy to watch. And then you'll ask it, um, a simple question like, um, you know, is my name Lauren? Yes. So it shows you how it will answer your questions. And then I'll answer, ask it another question. You know, um, was I born in Seattle? Very clearly, no. And then it shows me. So for me, mine swings um, to and fro from, from me if it's a yes and spins in a circle if it's a no. And it's all energy. It's the and it taps into certain vibrations to to respond um, back. But it's it's pretty pretty amazing kind of fun thing. And it was such a perfect gift um, for this. But um, I don't know how many of you guys have ever heard of pendulums or if you've ever tried those. But it's kind of a cool thing to ask it questions. It's pretty um pretty out there, um, but very cool. Similar to something like like dousing rods, right? So dousing rods. Um, are used sometimes to like find water. So again, ta they're tapped into, um, I, I think dousing rods would be, be really about they're grounded to the earth, but you can ground things to, to other things too. So sometimes people use dowsing rods, for instance, in, um, 
in paranormal investigations and things like that. And so um, intention, intention is everything. And um, I was thinking about about this earlier. Hi, Michelle. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Um, even like like tarot cards. I got some tarot cards about a month ago and I finally, I woke up this morning and was like almost compelled to do my first reading. So I did a 10 card, um, reading for myself. And you know, it's funny. People will say, Oh, it's, it's not real. It's what, you know, you, you, what you want to believe what you see, but that the, there's some truth to that, right? Like what we put out, we're going to we're That's going to be reflected back to us. Um, but it doesn't mean it's wrong either. And it's, it's, it's telling the story of where we are right now, because that's the energy we're putting out. So, you know, somebody who doesn't believe in it is going to create, when I talk about people who put up blocks, things they're going to, they are going to close off, um, access to those vibrations, to that energy, um, and be less likely to be able to, to get those, uh, those, um, messages and it's the intention the intention behind the energy like i said anakin skywalker chose to use his jedi force his jedi abilities for bad stuff intention is everything um but yeah the pendulum thing was super super cool um charmed i never saw i never watched that actually but um but yeah you can it's it's just super cool um so i don't know if anyone has any questions about that but if you ever want me to to do the, do something like that. But I think I was getting to this point with the tarot cards, like that's how tarot cards ultimately work, how Oracle cards, because they're, they're tapping into your energy and they're reading that. So, you know, like if I do a, a reading for someone else, I want to be intuiting, you, you know, the energy field of that person. Um, and, and, and that's, and I practice that it's not, you know, some people just do it. Um, really easily or came around to it easily but for me I had to kind of dig through a lot of stuff human stuff before I was able to get back to this um part of me and that's where I am now and I love it I it makes all the sense um in the world to me <laughs> like it's just you know I just I guess I just trust it but it's it's really cool um Let's see. Uh, did you just quote? Let's see. Sean's quoting. Um, yes, he's quoting Star Wars. It's an energy field created by all living things that surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Exactly. See, my daughter, if she was here, would she would be so proud of me. She's such a Star Wars freak. Um, and I say freak in all the wonderful and beautiful ways. Um, but yeah, she she um, if anyone doesn't know what Reiki is. If you're a Star Wars fan, there, there, there's your answer right there. Um, so anyway, that um, I was also wanted to tell you guys about this thing we, you know, I've talked about, um, you know, these different ways. Um, everything, everything is energy, right? And everything is a vibration, and energy never goes away, and that's why that's why hauntings and things can exist. Once energy is here, it doesn't go away. It can, it can move um it can be transmuted so transmuting energy is basically taking you know energy that's been um muddied or whatnot that might have been used for something negative and cleansing it ultimately and so that's why we do things like you know saging um you can use salt to do that things of the earth are great at transmutation so sending energy um 
into the earth because the earth is just the essence of all energy really and um you you can transmute that and you change it to be better serving and to be healthier and supportive um, but energy doesn't go away you can't really get rid of something but you can transmute it you can send it somewhere else right um and so um, there's a lot of different ways to do that and um sound sound is a really 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 cool um way to transmute energy um i think i think it's i believe it's why so many of us are so drawn to music um and different kinds of music um it's it's how musicians do their own natural healing and cleansing um by playing music i know that um i'm a, i'm a singer and when i sing um it's a very moving experience for me and it it definitely cleanses and clears um my chakras particularly my throat chakra um and things like, you know, sound baths, you know, with the Tibetan singing bowls and things like that, that vibrate at really um, specific frequencies um, and certain frequencies um, will transmute other, you know, other frequencies. And so, of course, there's different notes that are um, that you can contribute to the different chakras. Right. So just all sorts of cool things when we um, were attuned um, with our, our final attunement in our class, my uh, mentor had been to a drum making um, class and she had this beautiful drum that she had made it out of um, a buffalo or bison hide. And she um, she played it during this attunement and it was um, it was amazing. Like you can you could literally feel these vibrations and she'd play it as she walked around um, and it sounded different behind each person, too, which was really, really crazy, but a very cool experience. Um I've mentioned before that I've taken this, um, I've, I've been working on this Ascension class, um, which has some really interesting concepts in it. And it's all about kind of supporting this um, Ascension, if you will, of our, of, of, of our energy, of our souls, of our spirits, whatever you want to call it, our spirit uh, to, to the new, to a new dimension. You know, we've, we, we, most of us have resided in a, in a third dimension, we're passing through the fourth on our way to a fifth dimension, which is basically just this place where we get it all. We we live in the moment. We love the moment. It is the moment. It is love. It is joy. It is all those things. And we're not worried about what's coming. And we're not worried about what is behind us. Um, but um, anyway, we're all working on that. Um, and, and, the, and everything's trying to move us towards that. Um, we can get into that in just a minute. But anyway... Um, that's what this ascension class is, is about those of us who have tapped into a little more of this 4d um have a more of a four-dimensional awareness um to be able to to work on that right well one of the things that we did um is we used this um thing called quantum sound therapy and it's about frequencies so every every thought that we create every experience that we have is a frequency and it creates this certain vibration um um, really great example of this is words. So I was talking to a friend the other day about the word sure. Like when someone texts the word sure to me, I immediately have, I there's, there's this frequency that resonates inside of me around this word that doesn't feel good. It feels negative. It feels like, yeah, sure, whatever. Sure, if you really want to kind of thing. Now I know, you know, rationally, cognitively, whatever. I know that that usually is not how people feel 
but that frequency still exists within me and we have to we literally have to clear those frequencies from us so our reactions to things are triggers triggers are about frequencies there's this certain thing that resonates at a certain frequency when we experience it um, within our bodies and so we learn how to recognize those frequencies and we can transmute those we can change them we can receive and let go of them differently um, and it's so cool to think about this because it helps you understand that I actually might have some control over you know, being triggered by a stupid word that someone uses that they're using completely innocently when they respond to me. Um, but with quantum sound therapy, what we did was about, um, you know, we were talking about our shadow, shadow work, what our deepest, darkest seed is that kind of, kind of, um, informs everything in our lives not not necessarily in good ways because it kind of holds us back a little bit it's just kind of this deeply seated belief system we have about ourselves and um it kind of muddies all of our experiences and so the whole part of this is in order to truly ascend in order to get to those places we have to let that shit go um, and it's really hard. But part of the ways we do that is by working with these frequencies. So one of the things we did is we um, we did these recordings at the beginning of the class. And we um, uh, we first recorded just saying like the vowels. So whatever our baseline, where we were at, where our energy, what were the, our base frequencies coming out and used those. And then we had to come up with kind of, I guess what our, our dreams, our goals, our, our vision for, for where we wanted to move to. So for instance, kind of like affirmations, um, but kind of embracing, embracing what is in the now. Um, so, you know, like for me, it was living a life of love and joy and abundance and, um, bringing healing, love and light to families through my work and, um, you know, being debt free, like these different, we want to create these belief systems. Um, and so we had to write those out, be really succinct, and we had to be able to speak them in, in less than 30 seconds. And then they took that, they took, I don't even really know how the hell it works, but they took that information and, um, turned the, the sounds in our voice, the frequencies in our voice um, and kind of and recorded them and so then played back and part of the practice was to listen to these frequencies and um, in the beginning we were supposed to kind of listen to where we were with those vowels and things um, and kind of I, and I think that was just kind of creating a, a baseline awareness and then it was kind of homework every day if if not twice a day to sit and listen to these frequencies and it was like 20 minutes of these really bizarre sounds like you know just like you know like crazy crazy sounds coming out and maybe I'll maybe I'll share it on here I might be able to load it onto the page and you guys could um could hear it um let me take a break totally understand the association with a word oh <laughs> for sure no that's that was totally different because for sure is different than just hey you want to you want to talk later sure yeah whatever no you're totally good Sean um so anyway, we have to listen to that. Now, it's funny when you first start listening to these, especially your affirmations, they're incredibly grating. Like it's 20 minutes in your ears of like these sounds and some of them are really low and some of them are really high. And like I said, in the beginning, it's really hard. But over time, as this, you know, 
starts to shift things within you and you're doing this work, it becomes pleasant. Like you look forward to it. It's, it's, it's just the weirdest thing. And if you can imagine, you know, when like, you know, when music is thumping, right. And, and, and playing really loudly that it'll, it'll move things. It'll shake things on a table. And that's kind of what it does is it's, it's helping to, to kind of break free from some of these, um, some of this energy, these, you know, frequencies that, um, that we've created and that are resonating in us that we really don't want that are based they're rooted in in trauma and ancestral patterns and things some of which we aren't even aware that we have um but it's a really really cool idea it makes a hundred percent sense to me um and and that's why i love i mean i love doing like sound baths and things like that and listening to that kind of music to go to sleep sometimes or in meditation because it just adds to our ability to kind of um, create higher vibrations to break free of frequencies that we we don't want to resonate with, right? Does anyone anyone on here have any experience with with vibrations or has some comments? Because I just realized I've been talking for like forty minutes straight. What's really funny is at the beginning I'm like I don't know how long I'm going to be able to talk because I'm really tired, and here I am, forty minutes in. Um, so I'm just curious if anyone else has any thoughts or questions around that, around energy. Um, it's pretty cool though. Um, but yeah, vibrations are everything. And um, and it's just, they are everywhere. And, and they really aren't necessarily good or bad, right? It's the intention, the intention behind them they just are. Nothing is really good or bad. Um, it's the both and, and you know, it's, it, it's, it, and it's all, they're all serving the greater good. I mean, you can't have, right. You can't have order without an understanding of the chaos. Um, you can't have black without white, vice versa, all these things. And so, um, good and bad exists for our human minds to kind of understand these different ways. But ultimately, if these things are flowing the way they are, you can't really tell, or the way they are meant to, you can't really tell the difference between them. They, you know, it's the whole yin yang thing. Um, it's just spinning uh, and um, creating a flow, a flow that in engulfs all of it all of it is the same am i making any sense honestly is this making any sense to anybody <laughs> because it makes a hundred percent sense to me and i love talking about it and i'm really excited um to be able to do this work as a as a practitioner let's see um yeah let's see dean dean has a comment let's put it up here we are basically energy beings, so our essence never really dies. It just transmutes. Absolutely. Yep. All the time. I mean, when you think about this, it's not so hard to um, to to question like that we're here more than once, right? And everything vibrates. Vibrates. Everything is energy. The other day, I was it yesterday, I came across something about... Um, about crystals and stones, like, like understanding them and trees and all of these things as living beings. Um, and there are people out there that, cause they have energy, right? Energy that's really not any different than the energy that makes up who we are. 
We just happen to be energy in a human body. And so our capacity is different. Um, but I was reading something the other day about people who believe they were actually crystals or trees or things like that in past lives. And I know like, you know, your first thought is like, well, that's ridiculous. But when you really think about it, is it that ridiculous? Like if we're just energy. Now, the thing about energy is that we are energy beings and therefore we can leave parts of our energy in different places. Um, and so in, in doing this ascension work, part of what I would do um, was uh, just there's meditations about calling back these aspects of yourself. And we also can have attachments that aren't necessarily like they can be not like ghostly attachments when a ghost goes home with you. But when you have a shared experience with someone that might be really, um, really emotional in good or bad ways, you can actually take a piece of that um, energy from that person and, and take it on and it exists in you. And, and that's not we don't really want to necessarily do that. We want to be free of that, especially if they're if they brought something that wasn't as healthy um uh, uh, with them if that makes sense i see carmen has a comment miss carmen hi carmen one of my favorite sayings is if you're generous with the universe the universe will be generous with you you get what you give absolutely it's the yin yang it's the both and um a hundred percent uh in in my coaching work um we use what we call the living systems principles and one of those that i love that i use all the time is what we pay attention to grows. So when we get in the habit of noticing all the shitty things of, you know, I'm always broke, I always have this, that's that's what's going to show up because that's what comes back to us. We invite those things. Um, and that's, that's how the law, this idea of the law of attraction works. Of course, people have taken the idea of the law of attraction and made it into something that it really isn't. Um, but, um, you know, oh, well, you if you like this picture of money you're gonna have a ton of money tomorrow well that does not necessarily work but I do believe in um in manifesting I think we have the ability to do that on all different levels and my own little manifesting story so I've needed a purse for a while um and I'm not you know I like purses they're very practical and I like you know I I like fashion, but I'm not one of these people who's totally like, oh, I need a certain purse all the time. Except I did have a vision of a purse that I wanted that fit me, that was practical. And, I, and I've and i seen it in my head for years and years and years and never been able to find exactly what I wanted. Um, But just last week, I had taken my son Noah out to do some shopping and I wanted to run into well, Marshalls because I don't really want to pay a lot of money, right? So... um. I went into the store and I'm not kidding you. I walked right in. The first purse I saw was exactly what I had wanted for years. And I just picked it up and it cost freaking $16 and 99 cents. And it's the coolest purse ever. Um, because it was just weird. And, but, and it may seem like a really little thing, but to me it was really affirming that that showed up for me, that maybe I have the opportunity, the ability, this is the time for me to kind of create other things in my life that I want um, but that's how it is it's a flow and we how we think about things the frequency we give it um, has the power to transmute as well and that's where all of that comes from the ability to say I really believe this I really believe that this can happen um, I know it can happen and and it will 
and then we can live a life that that we really create because we do create everything in our lives we have created um we tend to want to blame other people for a lot of things um but we we do it ourselves and before we came here we already had an idea of what those challenges would be for us when we came um Let's see, Sean says, a positive perception will not always get get you what you want, but it will get you what you need. Precisely, it's about trusting because, and it's not really a, always about wanting, um, and it doesn't show up, maybe, at first. You may not realize that it, that it is working for you, right? Um, you know, for instance, you might be thinking... Mm, in a relationship, there's a certain person that you, you know, you think that you really like that person and it's not working out. Well, there's, that's because there's probably someone else somewhere who's really meant for you or whatever, um, that kind of thing or a job, the job can be the same way. Um, so, you know, like when, when we, um, when we wrote those affirmation things for our frequencies, we had to be really specific, but also a focus more on kind of the feelings like not like oh I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do the how can I explain this it was about feelings like I want to feel love I want to feel joy and not really defining how that would be right um I want to help help people with you know share love and light and healing and and not really defining exactly what that might be um and um you know even also saying just just being abundant and you can say I'm going to be you know I'm going to be prosperous but that can look like different things for different people right um and so you're like specific but not if that makes sense not specific in the ways I think a lot of people um think that you have to be that oh if I just really focus in on you know having five hundred thousand dollars in a year then it's just going to show up there's still work we have to do towards that right it's just not it's not magic <laughs> um well, not in the way that humanity has defined magic, but anyway, it's, it's a pretty cool, um, pretty, pretty cool notion. I mean, energy, everything is energy frequencies. We create, we create frequencies. They are created, um, by our belief systems, by our experiences, by our, our trauma. Many of those are passed down for generations. Um, uh, they reside within us, um, unhealthy frequencies, you know, cause us to vibrate slower. I mean, we want to try to vibrate high. Um, and you know, we'll have things that come out, those triggers that kind of bring us down again. Um, but, but yeah, energy, just like, I don't know, when you go to bed tonight, try to envision it, try to see the world just as energy. And that's when we talk about the grid work, that's kind of how you get to that place. Because you're just seeing these energy grids that cross, you know, you've heard of ley lines, all of these things. That's what that is. Um, and that's what exists underneath all of this stuff that we have created, um, you know, that really, you know, how real is it? The matrix, right? So, I don't know. Maybe we need to have Whiskey and Weird Movie Night and watch like The Matrix and star wars and talk about all of this in terms of its real weirdness and um, the fact that it um actually mimics some very real things um in the world i don't know anyway i'm gonna have another little sip of my whiskey um let's see 
Christine, I can always count on you. Uh, great topics tonight. Not to jump ahead, but possible topic for next show. I am familiar with Dolores Cannon. Um, I uh, Past life regression, hypnotherapy. Um, yeah, I'm definitely open to any of that. I believe um, that that stuff works. Oh, you guys, I'm blurry again. This, I think it's when I put, maybe when I put these things up here. I don't know. Um, but yeah, great ideas. I mean, I, um, come on camera. Hello. Anyway, maybe it's a hint. Maybe something's telling me it's time to be all done with this show. There's no more focus. Um, but yeah, I like that idea. I'm definitely down. I do. Oh, there we go. I do know, um, of Dolores Cannon and, um, yeah, I, I, um, much of her stuff really resonates with me. Um, it's interesting to me how the, the similar subjects to, uh, you know, come out and how we see them differently. And I think that's because perspective, of course, is really important. Um, and I think, I think I've mentioned this before that we're all kind of, um, we're all kind of parts of the puzzle. I mean, because we're meant to serve this greater purpose that's bigger than us. We are. We are all part of this bigger um, thing, this energy, which is all connected. We're all part of each other, right? And so it makes sense to me that different people would um, have an eye into certain aspects of that source, of that energy source, um, you know, and, and it explains to me why... Um, psychics can pick up different information even even reiki practitioners you could have five reiki practitioners do a reading on someone and they will pick up different aspects all truth you know the person but but we people will will tap in to different things um and based probably partly on on our own frequencies right and our own energy energy levels as we connect to that person. But anyway, I could probably talk for a really long time about this, but, but yes, Dean, I like those, those topics, the idea of past life regression and, um, uh, hypnotherapy, um, and hypno, hypnotherapy is, um, it's a pretty powerful thing. And you know, what's interesting about it is that we don't even need someone to take us there. I mean, that's what meditation is, right? We can talk about that next time. And, um, so, you know, think about, think about moments where you feel like you might be seeing through the eyes or dreaming or moments where you believe you might be tapping into someone you were in a past life, because I think we all do it. Um, scrying is a really great way. So we can talk about scrying. Um, yeah, let's do it. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Um, listening in here to episode nine of whiskey and weird um i'll get this loaded up soon um anyone wants to share it for people to listen to on their on their favorite uh podcast app otherwise i will be back here again next wednesday night um and i hope you all stay well and healthy um and have a lovely lovely um lovely evening all right you guys take care thanks for listening in i appreciate you